It's time to hit the side roads with Dave Wilbur. I don't think you get it, driver. Take the off-ramp. Avoid the traffic. Miss the scales. Find somewhere new. Now, get lost and get up to speed with your host, Mr. Dave Wilbur. Hello, drivers. How's it going today? I'm Dave Wilbur. I'm your host. I'm the host of the Side Roads Podcast. And, uh, wow, episode number two. <laughs> a real milestone. Hey, man, we had some great comments about episode number one. So many people got a chance to listen to Ike Stevens, and I have a, a good time talking. And, uh, man, I appreciate it so much. I really do. I, I'm just, the feedback has been incredible. We've had uh, numerous people suddenly want to get involved and, and be guests, which is uh, pretty cool. And so I'm here. <laughs> it's a good thing. So um, I don't want to start talking about my guest right away here. Uh, I have a good guest this week, this Junior Honduras. I mean, he's amazing. And uh, we got a chance to get on the phone while he was driving and just had a really good time. Um, but I do, I do want to talk about, for just a second, the idea that everybody has to start somewhere, you know? And in the industry, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people on YouTube and whatnot that are that are kind of pandering, you know, to new drivers and stuff. I mean, you can see it in the way they set up their tags and all their stuff. You know, it's like, uh, oh, okay. Um, you know, they're definitely trying to get some views and some listens and some likes based on, based on, you know, people being new in the business. And I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But... I had to kind of wrestle with that a little bit myself, you know, it's like, well, do I want to, you know, do I want to start talking about driver training right out of the bed? No, I don't really want to talk about that per se, but I would love and, and have loved spotlighting somebody who spends a great deal of their time, uh, training drivers and get involved with all that. So, so that's what today's episode is all about is, is, uh, learning to, uh, or learning from, I should say. One of the great people in our business who some people call the trainer's trainer. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah, man, the trainer's trainer. I like that. Um, All right, so what else is going on? Well, (laughs) I'm so stoked about this. You guys are going to hear... You guys are going to hear something really cool in a minute from some friends of mine in Denver... I put a little bit of their music on the last podcast, but uh, I know this group of guys that are kind of doing the alt country thing, and they call themselves the Railbenders, and they've been doing it. They've been doing it for a while. In fact, I went to high school with the bass player, and um, so I reached out to the Railbenders and I said, "Guys, I'm doing this podcast for trucking and stuff, and uh, uh, I just want to, I just want to feature your stuff. You know, like I just want to get you guys involved in this, and uh, you know, can I do that, right?" And so we talked through that situation and they were just really, really cool about it. And um, <laughs> so the music of the Railbenders is going to be a big part of the Side Rose podcast. I'm stoked about that. I really am. So we're going to hear some music from the Railbenders, something I think you guys will think is really cool. And then I will be back with this week's guest, Junior Honduras. I'm Dave Wilbur. You're on the Side Roads. Take care. Don't be like everyone else. Take the Side Roads with Dave Wilbur.
I drive a truck You talk about your good luck I like driving in my rig And just smoking on a cig Today I stopped for some gas I pinched a waitress on the ass Some people say I'm kind of rough But what the hell, I drive a truck Yeah, I drive a truck I can't seem to get enough I'm hauling big heavy loads Across a thousand different roads Out on the highways where I pray I get religion every day Cause when I hear that diesel roar It's like I'm hearing the Lord A chain her up when it snows in your nose I use a jake on down the hill And then I'll pop another pill I jam this gears till I die I sit about ten feet high That Hugo looks just like an ant I'm gonna blow him off the map Yeah, I drive a truck I can't seem to get enough I haul them big heavy loads Across a thousand different roads Out on the highways where I pray You know I get religion every day Cause when I hear that diesel roar It's like I'm hearing the Lord I don't always like country music, but when I listen to country music, I listen to the Railbenders, and you can find those guys on iTunes. And uh, we're just so happy to have them be a part of our project here because I know that quite a few of you listening love that kind of music and uh, love those kind of guys. Uh, Find the Railbenders on iTunes. Buckle up, Huck. You are on the side roads with Dave Welber. And now it's time to meet this episode's Side Roads team driver. Well, I'm really, really fortunate today to have a great guest on episode number two of Side Roads. Somebody that I've been wanting to talk to like this for a really long time, and now I get to do it as part of the podcast. Um, I'd do this with him anyway, so it's good that we can just have a conversation today. Junior Honduras is with me. Hello, Junior. How are you? Hey. Hey, how you doing, Dave? <laughs> so he tells me that he's uh, on the road driving right now uh, somewhere in Ohio, yep. right? <laughs> And uh, that's right. That's right. Yesterday, when we confirmed our times and stuff, you know, he was in Wyoming, so doing the miles, huh, brother? For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The truck doesn't stop, so you know, it's back to back. <laughs> that's very cool. Well, Junior, listen. Why don't, <laughs> why don't we um, get started? Like, I'd love to know how you got started in trucking. You know, like, can you kind of okay, like, I mean... give us your your start story, so to speak? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, um, I had been wanting to get my CDL for, since 93, I believe. It's when I used to work at Tropicana. I used to work at Tropicana as a loader, and I used to always see Prime getting loaded there. Okay. You know, Prime was the biggest, you know, company getting loaded there, and I used to be uh, a hauler for the loaders, and then at times I used to load myself. 
Okay. So yeah. I was aware of the company. So, you know, and that was the only company that I knew about the truck driving. And, you know, I always said, I want to get my license, my CDL, just, just to have it, you know, and, um, you know, always, it's always good to have options, you know, not just settle for what you know and, and you have at the time. That's right. You know, you always got to have a plan, plan B, a plan C, you know. So, and at that time, I was going to computer school, and it was in the back of my mind, but not, you know, uh, priority. So, uh-huh. I kind of forgot about it and then uh, went ahead and, you know, continued with life. And then just about six years ago, um, because I've always had a steady job. About six years ago, I got laid off. I was a plant manager at an architecture molding company, and uh-huh. I got laid off, and I thought that would be the best time to do it because, you know, being laid off and, you know, I was collecting unemployment and, you know, trying to find me a job, a good job, right? you know, to replace the income that I was doing. So... That was the opportunity for me, and, you know, I said, well, let me give this a shot. And, you know, I contacted a few schools, and I knew Prime was one of them. And I did my research, had a buddy of mine tell me about it. You know, he was going into the trucking himself. He already had a CDL. He was going to U.S. Express. And, you know, I contacted uh, CR England, Stevens Transport. Uh, I knew Swift was out the question, and Warner was out the question, because I had a buddy of mine that worked at Warner. He said they paid him not good while in training. Right. And I confirmed that, you know, so CR England, Stevens Transport and Prime. Well, CR England wouldn't hire me because I was in Florida. Okay. And, uh, Stevens Transport training pay was less than Prime. Non-existent. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I chose Prime and, you know, I was already thinking Prime, I know Prime's big, so, so yeah, you know, I got into it, man, and and that was that was the time for me to do it actually because like I said, I wasn't going to quit my job to do this. Uh-huh. You know, it yeah. it was something that you know, it happened. I, there was a window of opportunity there. So I took it and you know, five and a half years later I'm here, man. That's cool. <laughs> That's so it's been five and yeah, a half it's... years, yeah. So um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. So I you know, my the way, the reason that I know you and the reason that I, I admire you and respect you so much is because I think when I was when I was just looking you know at trucking videos and stuff on YouTube um you popped up right away I'm not sure which was the first thing that I watched of yours you know <laughs> um I want to say it was a training video but I it might have been backing videos too you know and yeah, uh yeah. I think at the time you had less than a thousand subscribers to YouTube, you were, you know, okay. you were just getting going with it, right? And yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is an interesting guy, man. He's kind of got this, he's kind of got this look, like other people have said, you know, Junior has an angry look on his face all the time. Um, I don't, <laughs> I didn't really see it as angry. I saw it just as intense, you know, it's like, this is a really intense person, you know, and he's, and he's yeah. intent on doing it right. That's what I saw right, right away. And Yes. I think you're, what are you now, uh, somewhere in the 5,000 subscriber range in YouTube? Actually, your... I'm, I'm only a few, a few, and when I say a few, we're talking maybe 50 uh-huh. from being 11,000. Oh, wow. I had that completely wrong. No kidding. 
Yeah, yeah, just this. Yeah, eleven thousand. I'm like right around the corner. <laughs> oh no, kidding! I, you know, I just, I mean, yeah. I, I just kind of looked the other day, but I might have been looking at an older video, you know. Um, so I mean, wow, man! I mean, that's a lot of people checking out your work, yes. checking out what you're doing. You know? How's yes, that feel? I know, I know. Thank you, man. And and I'm, you know, to this day, I'm still impressed and and you know appreciative of everybody that watches my videos and stuff because. Um, you know, like you, you came across it and it popped up and, and a lot of people have come across my videos like that, you know, and, and stuff. And, you know, I really focus on the new people coming in or, or potential people wanting to come into this industry mm -hmm. to see, to show them what it's like, exactly. you know, and yeah. some, some videos to, to help them, you know, with the pre-trip and backing and stuff. So. And, you know, and, and your particular flavor is, I mean, you're not really, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't show that you're pushing your company. It's not a recruiting kind of operation for you or whatever. I mean, you really want people to learn, don't you? That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and I let the videos do the talking, you know, because you said it, I'm not here to promote the company. I'm here to, yeah. to show people, you know, some of the stuff that I know, some of the things that I know, some of the things I've learned, you know, share it with people. Because when I first started, when I first got into the industry, I didn't know who to turn, where to turn for questions. Right. I remember I applied, I applied and made myself to Springfield, Missouri, made my way to Springfield, Missouri. And I remember asking myself, what am I doing here <laughs> away from us? Right. <laughs> I swear. I, when I, when I first got there, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, how did I get so far? Like, you know, because I had never been out away from from the house. You know, I live in Florida, and, you know, that was a 31-hour, 33-hour ride on a on the Greyhound bus. And <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, that was an experience itself. Right. That I, never, I will never do it again. Never do it. That's what never. a lot of people say. They're like, <laughs> never going to do that again. Yeah. You yeah, know. man. So... <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those things where I like I said I didn't know YouTube was like that where people could share information and you know there's all kinds of information out there. Right. You just have to choose the the one that you follow and and you listen to and stuff. So like I said, I when I didn't know about YouTube, so <laughs> I'm kind of you know sharing some of the knowledge and stuff. So helping, maybe helping people come in. Yeah. They're coming in. So that's a cool thing, junior. I mean, and it shows, you know, it shows up. It's like, and you'll say, you know, listen, people, <laughs> listen, people, you want to do this like this. And I'm like, I love that, man. I, I do. And I love it. So, so, um, you know, we were talking about this with you the other day on, on Zello. And uh, one of my one of my buddies asked you a pretty good question, you know. And he he said, you know, there was a guy. I mean, you had some some stuff up. I'm assuming it's still up, you know, with some students who were pretty scary, dude. Like, you know, I mean, there were a couple of guys that were like, I don't know if you should be anywhere near a truck, much less driving one. And <laughs> and and you're you know you're sitting in the right seat, just like trying, you know, trying really hard, right. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a, isn't that a scary 
I mean, don't you have a little bit of fear there? You know? Let, let me, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, man, you know, people, not many people ask me, but I do tell my students. Um, and you're right. I've had a few students where I'm like, man, I don't know if this is even for you. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing that scares me more than the feel the truck roll back. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing scare me, scares me as much as that does because people get so close behind you that you can't really see the car. Right. You know, how close he is to the bumper. So if that truck rolls back, boom, you hit that car, there's an incident, we have to write a report. You sure. know, now... Sure, sure. You know, as a student now, I believe some way, somehow, it still has an effect on you because, you know, and as a trainer, you know, it affects me because, you know, for one, I have to make sure that they're they're doing things right. Yeah. And you know, what what is the company going to say about me if things like these happen all the time? So right. that is the one thing that I do not like. You know. Let happen, or if if at any moment I feel it rolling back, I'm like, whoa, whoa, yo, stop, stop. So, <laughs> other than that, uh, other than that, man, you know, it, it doesn't scare me. A lot <laughs> of people say, oh man, if I was there, I don't know how you do it. Man, you got balls of steel, you know this and that. You know, it doesn't really scare me because I make make sure my students are aware. Look. <clears throat> If I ask you to do something, I need it to be done. Right. And when things aren't happening, then that's when I get firm and, and, and stern with my voice. And, and it sounds like I'm mean or mad or yelling. No, no, I don't do any yelling because right. you know, everything's done with respect. You know what I mean? So Sure. But and, the only thing controlling the truck really is my mouth, my eyes. And when I say my eyes, I mean me seeing you. Uh doing what I'm asking you to do, you know what I mean? Right. Sure. And you doing it. So so yeah, I always make it make it clear to my students that look man, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through everything. I'm gonna tell you to do this, do that. Just just pay attention to what I'm I'm asking you to do, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm not gonna ask you to do something I'm not gonna ask them to do something I wouldn't do. I'm not gonna ask them to do anything to jeopardize their job or mine or their safety or mine or anybody around us, you know what I mean? You bet. So you know, it's one of those things where I'm clear with them at the beginning. So, you know, <laughs> you're, you're very, you're very clear with them in the beginning. You know, I was, I was talking with another YouTuber and he said, you know, that guy's kind of the trainer's trainer. You know, he said like, I think a lot of people can learn a lot of stuff watching him, you know, and seeing how he, um, how he does carry that level of intensity. So yeah, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> it shows up his anger, or that you're trying to be a badass or anything. I just think it's like, yeah, I need you to do this right now because, you know, right, this, right. this is 80,000 pounds of could be trouble, you know? Yes. Um, and Prime's program is, you know, in the, in the PSD part at least is, I mean, you got people that have, they're green. They're getting in that truck for the very, very, very first time. Yeah. Very green, very green. And yeah, you're right. First time being in the truck. First time ever having the experience of being so high up in the seat, you know, and stuff. So yeah, man, I get them as green as they come. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's cool. And the one thing, and the one thing that I do ask and make sure myself is that when they get in my truck, that 
they're here to do it. They're here. They're about it. They're a go-getter. You know, no slacking. You know, I, I I'm I can't have no slackers in my truck. You know what I mean? So right. You got to be with it, man. You know. So teaching some work so ethic yeah, as man. well. Not just not just steering wheel holding and gear shifting, but you know, hey man, we got to have a work ethic at this. You got to you got to want this, right? Right. I love yeah, that. Yes, you definitely got to want it. And you know, and as a trainer, I don't. I believe that you know, I consider myself not knowing everything. I'm still learning myself. Sure. You know, and with with every student that I get, I always learn something. We learn from each other. You know, they may teach me stuff or may show me stuff that. I never knew, you know, not necessarily with, with, uh, truck driving, you know, just life in general, you know, right. so it's a, it's a win-win for both of us really, you know, cause I'm open to, to anything, you know, so I'm always learning something new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So I know this is going to be a little bit hard for you, but I want to do this. Let's talk about one of your students, my favorite student by far. Um, Okay. And and the the set of videos that I think really drew me in, you know, to your channel and like really be a regular watcher, you know, not just occasional, right? Um because it was just such a great story, but Rodney B, man. Um Yes. <laughs> that guy. So here, so let me let me set this up for a little bit. First of all, if you if you haven't seen Junior's channel on YouTube, you need to do that. It's Junior Honduras and it's easy to find. And then the series of videos um you know, that were done last year, right? You know, just, just yes. um with, it, it, it started in August. Yeah, last August, exactly. With Rodney. And the reason part of the reason I think that I'm so drawn to this is because, you know, I I started um you know, I'd driven trucks and stuff, Junior, and all that sort of thing, and I'd been in the construction industry and everything, but I I needed to get my CDLs. And uh um so my CDL thing was was happening um, right about the time that Rodney's was, you know, I started, okay. in, I started yeah. in early September and, you, you know, for, for my three weeks and I was just going through the whole thing. So it's like, I kind of had, I kind of was cheering for the guy cause I was hoping somebody would cheer for me, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and, and so here's the, here's this dude and he's, you know, he's older dude. Right. And clearly he's older than junior and, at yeah. first, at first, I think he was very, very intimidated by you. Um, you could also see that the guy, <laughs> the, the, the guy really wanted to do it right. You know, he just, he just didn't want to screw up. You know, and um, and sort of immediately, you guys had pretty great rapport because he was trying so hard, and clearly he had the work ethic. So you weren't on him about that. You know, um, yeah. And my, my guess is you didn't have to tell Rodney to get up and get going, or you know, whatever. I mean, no, 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 man. He was, man, he was, he was good. Like, it was one of those things where, you know, we clicked right off the bat. And, uh -huh. he, you know, it, it was just, it was great because, you know, during the, per, the first part of the training, you know, it's only about driving, you know, pre-trip and backing skills. Right. It's just what you need to learn to pass your CDL. Well, not not only was he doing that, he was, you know, um, going for more. Meaning when I was doing other stuff that he wasn't, that I didn't ask him to do, he would shadow me uh -huh. and, you know, catch on to that. So, you know, that's that's a big plus when, you know, somebody 
does that, you know, goes for more and not settles for what, you know, they have to do. You know what I mean? And you bet. And this is for this is for anybody. Never settle for what you have. Never. Never. That's Never. Right. Never. And and clearly Rodney wasn't settling. And then you guys are doing cool stuff like. You know, I remember I remember one video that sticks out in my head. You guys were at a shipper somewhere and you found some like welding screens or whatever to put up so that you guys could work on offsets and parallels. And Oh yes, we was in uh, Vermont. <laughs> right. And it's just, there's nobody around, you know, and it's like this little kind of shipper or whatever, and it's like you know, there's this gnarly old curb and a lot of trees and stuff and Man, these guys are working it out. You know, like let's let's do some backing practice right now. You're, you know, you got to yeah. take your test pretty soon. And yes, <laughs> I was like, this is <laughs> this is awesome. I love I love this guy. Here's the welding screen. Put the welding screen up. You know, don't hit it. <laughs> we was we was doing we was doing we was actually in Vermont at a Ben and Jerry's, and we were uh, doing offsets. You know, because that was one of the maneuvers that we yep. were going to have to do. And, you know, and I said, I, I had to think of something like, what can I use? What can I use? And and even at truck stops, <laughs> I used trash cans. Like the other day I did a video with my student that I have now. I found me some two by four ply, uh, pieces of wood. Uh, was it four by four uh, things, pieces of wood? And I put them on the ground, you know, kind of uh -huh. spaced it out to where a truck would be. And I said, just back it up. Don't run over that wood. And at times where I feel that the student can do it, I remember one student or a few students, I've actually put my cell phone down on the ground. I said, go ahead and back it up. <laughs> you run over my cell phone, you're buying me a new one. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, it, 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 I, I like to push them because never so. You know, I like to push them for more. Yeah. You know, and, and, that's, and that's a way to push them, like, you know, now they're like, oh, man, you know, if I run over his cell phone, what's going to happen, you know? So I put myself in there. So look, man, back it in. Same <laughs> thing. You know how to do it. You know, just don't run over my cell phone. <laughs> That's so, awesome, dude. That's awesome. So, yeah. So Rodney but was... I'm always looking for, for he, stuff to put. That's cool. I mean, and, and he was doing the work, man. I mean, clearly he wanted to do well. And uh, so by the time you guys kind of circled back around and got to Springfield, um, it was time for him to test. And uh, it was actually in, in we were actually in Utah. Oh, Probably you tested in Utah. in Utah. That's right. I, I forgot. But that's right. Yes. Exactly. And yes. uh, and he um, he nailed it. Huh? I mean, he he did what Prime calls the trifecta. Which trifecta. Is, yes, he got it. Yeah. Everything in the first shot. Yeah. I mean, first try. First try. And and I don't know. I think I think a lot of us were like, oh, you know, is, is Rodney. Is he there with this? I remember one one video when he was working on his pre trip and he was messing some stuff up. And you're like, man, you got to study this, you know. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and I, I remember I used to do videos where I'm like, look, bro, I need you to get this. You gonna buy me dinner? You gonna buy me lunch? Let's let's do this. If you miss something, you buy me lunch. Or if you miss a few, you buy me lunch. Right. You know, to kind of get him to to kind of push him to say, dude, you got to do more. You know. You don't want to buy me lunch. I want to buy you lunch, but you have to get it right. You know, because that'd be the deal. You know, like, look, man, if you if you get this right, I'll buy you lunch. If not, you buy me lunch. And most of the time, it was him buying me. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I mean, my perspective was, I mean, I'm you know, I'm sitting on the couch or whatever watching this, right? And I'm like, oh man, you know, 
Rodney, you got to get it together. And, you know, I'm cheering for him or whatever. And, but at the same time, I think I was Monday morning quarterbacking the thing just a little bit. Right. And, um, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, Mike, I'll tell you the story. You'll think this is funny. And then we'll get back to Rodney about two weeks later. I was, I was just about to take my tests. Right. And, um, at at the school that I went to, the head instructor there was a, was this Hispanic guy named Lou Lemon and Lou was great man, like an old time trucker. Right. And, uh, but Lou was, Lou was really tough and everybody, all the other students would say, you know, just don't mess with Lou, you know, don't mess with this guy. He's a badass, you know? (laughs) And I walked in one morning and Lou came up behind me and smacked me on the back, you know, and said, Wilbur, come on, you're doing pre-trip for me. And like, so we go out to a truck and I freaking froze, dude. I just... I don't, I, nobody intimidates me, junior. And I, and this, but just, you know, this guy's thing and just kind of his, his attitude and his way it was. And I just was like, and I started to get into it and I was just blowing it and I was blowing it and and he stops me and he looks at me and goes, do you study at all? Or is this a game to you or what? And I'm that like, definitely didn't help. And and I go, no, man, I'm studying all the time. And I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I don't think I was about to cry, but I was just so frustrated because my brain just wouldn't work, you know. And uh, um, and one of the things I said to him was, man, I watch Junior Honduras videos and everything. And he didn't even know what that meant, you know. And and he's he's like, you gotta study. What's wrong with you? You know, you're a smart guy. You're he says everybody says you're the best driver in the class, but what's this? You know, and I went, Oh you know, and I just like all day yeah. I was just like Lou Lemon just chewed my ass, man. And uh Oh man you know. So okay, so anyway, I mean so in other words, I, I suddenly went, Oh, I shouldn't have said anything about Rodney in my watching videos. You know, like, oh, you should have this, dude. You should, you should know what a spring hanger is. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's intimidating. You know, that pre-trip thing for a lot of people, it's the toughest bit. You know, the whole deal. But uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, that's where I was with all that. It was just like I was tracking right along with him and uh, rooting for him and all that sort of stuff. And he passes his test, and then you guys go out on the road for the, you know, for the TNT portion, right? Which is like where he's going to get his miles, and and yes. Uh, you know, and, and really, you know, get tuned up about being a trucker. I mean, now you got your CDL, right. it's just a license to learn. Now you're going to learn and you get a team, yeah, the... <laughs> you get a team drive with junior and you guys, I mean, <laughs> it was hilarious. The stuff that, that you got on camera. And I'm sure that was not even a small bit of it. Right. I mean, it's just, man, <laughs> it it was and it was a natural thing too. It was, it was so natural when it happened, and and stuff. And a lot of things. Man, there was many more, you know, times where I wish I would have recorded it and stuff. And then the ones that I did record were like great. You know, people yeah. loved them. Yeah. And you know, and you know, you're always going to get that one person that thinks that, you know, it's demeanor or you know, it's making fun of the student. But no, it, it's just, you know, we're having fun. Yeah. You know, I'm just showing you what it's like to be out here. And, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen that video when um, we're talking about the compass. And, <laughs> you know, which way do we need to go? North, east, or south, or west? And he said, he, he can't go into the GPS and say, look, bro, <laughs> don't follow the GPS. You need to tell me. 
if we're facing north or south, and we need to go, you know, I can't know what, but he was. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember that vividly. <laughs> you know, and you're asking him, okay, you're facing north. Which way is west? And he's like, and he just, his his brain was frozen. And he just couldn't, yeah, yeah. you know, he just couldn't pull it off. And then, and, yeah. When, and that's one thing that I teach, I teach my students. I say, look, man, don't rely on the GPS. GPS is good to cross-reference what you're doing off the Atlas. Right. Well, then, but then you guys are sitting around, you know, a couple of videos later, and Rodney's talking about how his eyes aren't good enough to see all the small print on the Atlas, and he's frustrated, you know? <laughs> so, you know, he came out with that, right? Redo it again, his eye test. Right. Okay. So he can get better, but... Um, he never got it, and you know I was constantly telling him, "says You gotta pay attention. You gotta pay attention." And that's something that I've noticed. Every student, every student has trouble with, and they don't realize how important it is to watch your signs. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, man, you 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 be you be surprised how many people get tickets out here for being on non truck routes. Right. Exactly. You know, but and I didn't and see that. I didn't I, see that sign. Is no excuse for the police officer, is it? <laughs> They're not going. <laughs> you know, I didn't see that sign. Is not going to really work out so well for you. So yeah, 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 man. You know, he 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 was a good guy, man. He was fulfilling the dream that he wanted to do. He was he retired from um, Stater Brothers, I believe it was in California, in Rialto, uh-huh. and you know he wanted to do trucking for a long this. And, you know, he came out of here, we got paired up, and um, it was something that he wanted to do forever. Yeah. And, and we you learned, know, he was 61. And we learned along the way, right, that the guy is in his 60s, which he didn't seem like it. You yeah. Seemed, you know, that was a shock no, to no, me. First, I was like, what? At first, I thought he was like 48, you know, yeah. low high 40s, you know, low 50s, but not no 60. Right. Like, man. Yeah, I, I didn't have him 10 years older than me. No, not at all, which which was I thought was one of the things we had in common. You know, we're two old dudes trying to, you know, break into the young guy's <laughs> business here, you know, so it's like, go Rodney. But, um, Man, so, you're, yeah. you're never too old for this. No, you're I get it. Never too old for this. I get that. But, you know, it's, you know, 50-year-old rookie stuff, yeah. six, 61-year-old rookie, <laughs> jeez. So, well, listen, yeah. I know I know this is the harder part, but, I mean, you know, was there a point when you knew Rodney, you know, like, did he start to say that he was feeling bad or, you know, what, what kind of went down? I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk about, you know, a very hard thing here, but I mean, did you have any sense that he was not feeling okay? You know, as soon as you say we're going to talk about this, I got chills to my I, body. I know, I know. Um, this is, I, Junior, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't talk about it, everybody's going to say that I'm a dumbass for not talking to you about it. Um, no, 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 you're good. You're but good. if I, you know, if, um, we, if we do, I know it's painful for you. So, you know, let's do our best. No, right? it's fine. <laughs> um, I didn't know there was something wrong with him until we were in Redding, California. Okay. We came out the house because we went to Florida. He wanted to come to Florida. We spent a few days at the house, my house. Mm-hmm. We had a cookout, you know couple beers here and there when that and you know before anything when he first came when I first met him he told me 
that his leg was swollen up. Okay. You know, his leg, his leg, his right leg was swollen up. And I said, well, what happened? You know, and he said, oh, it happened on the bus. Now, I'm going to tell you like it is. Yeah. He told me that. I believe that. But I have my doubts about that. Oh, okay. Because the way the leg, the way the leg was, it couldn't have happened just on the bus ride. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. He told me that I believe him. So mm -hmm. we was at the house, and he was already, we was planning on going, this was around October, I believe. No, right. wait. I can't remember. October, I can't remember exactly when, and but. Towards the end of already, October, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh -huh. So we, yeah, towards the end of October, we were planning on going home for Christmas for a few weeks, and he was already setting up with his doctor to get looked at. Because I told him, I said, you need to get that looked at, man. You yeah. know, because, you know, it's something that he told me he got, uh, he got on the way up to, to the truck in Prime. And when he went home to switch his license, he didn't get a chance to go to the doctors then. So he never went. So we was at the house, and I remember telling him, I said, we need to get that looked at and whatnot. You know, just, sure. you know, I can only, I can only tell somebody something is up to him to do it, you know? Right. So, um, I remember him telling not, me that he walked to Walgreens and he bought some aspirin. And I said, you know, I said, okay, you know, I didn't think nothing. And he was taking an aspirin. He took an aspirin, I think it was Saturday and Sunday. And then Monday, he didn't take it. We left on Tuesday from the house. We went down to Miami to pick up the load. Okay. And I remember him. I remember it. When we cranked up the landing gear and the and the, we picked up the empty trailer, he said, "Man, I don't know what's going on, Junior. I'm feeling out of breath, man. Like tired." Uh huh. And he he and he wasn't that tired. I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't think nothing. Like, okay, you know, hey, you good, man? Whatever, you know. Sure, Shit. sure. You know, so I did. I I did my thing and. We're driving, or we picked up the load. We're headed to, to California, from Miami to California, right? Okay. We was near Fontana, near Fontana area, and now this whole drive, he's doing good. Yeah. He's feeling funny. He's he's like, man, maybe them aspirin. You know, I'm gonna stop taking this. I said, yeah, you, you should stop taking. Say, yeah, yeah, I stopped taking this. I said, all right, cool. He's feeling funny, not not anything where I would be like, oh, man, you know what's going on, you know? Sure, he was just I like, mean, man, you know, I'm, I'm feeling yeah. a little bit more tired than normal. So I'm like, okay, that's fine, you know, that happens. Pushing it, yeah. So we get to California. Exactly. Right, right. We get to California. We pick up a, a FedEx load going up to um, Oakland. We get to Oakland, and... um. We dropped it, and he met up with one of his nieces okay. that he hadn't seen in a while. You know, we happened to be, like, literally around the corner from where she was staying at at the hotel because she drives for Greyhound. Oh, okay. She's a bus driver for Greyhound. Okay. So we met up with them and stuff, and, you know, they got to see each other. Didn't take any pictures, you know. They, you know, um, so we come back down to L.A., to pick up, we pick up FedEx out of Oakland, bring down to LA, 
and then we pick up another FedEx from uh, LA back up to um, Oregon. Okay. Actually, Washington, Tacoma. Okay. And on that load is where I started noticing Rodney feeling funny, like funny to where I could notice something was wrong. Yeah. And I remember, I remember we stopped in Redding, California, and we were supposed to go in and shower. And I said, I said, uh, Ronnie, let's go in and shower, man. He said, I said, no, Junior. I said, what, what's up, man? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling tired. Like, yeah. You know, short of breath. Um, you know, I can't walk. If I walk, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna fall down. You know what I mean? Like he was feeling weak. Wow. No kidding. I said, okay. Yeah. I said, okay, man. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's my turn to drive. I'm gonna drive it in to the receiver on my shift. You go in and relax. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm. And before that, actually, before that, he stopped in. I can't remember where in California, and he felt that he was gonna pass out. He told me. He went to the restroom. He thought he was going to pass out. I said, for real, man? He said, yeah, man. I, I thought I was going to make it. I said, damn. So then he drove his shift, finished mm-hmm. out his shift, and then that's when he said he was feeling tired a week, shortening his breath. I'm like, man, no, I don't know. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just relax. We're not going to shower. We're just going to keep pushing it. You know, I'm going to get it up there, and then we'll figure out what's going on. He's sleeping good. He slept good. You know, I said, how you? when he got up, I remember he got up to use rest. So I said, how you feeling? I said, I'm good, man. I'm good. He got up, used rest, and went back down to bed. And I got up to Tacoma, and, you know, he was already feeling funny. And I said, don't worry about it. Let me, do it. Let me handle everything. I sure. dropped in the hook on that trailer, and and I was looking at him, and he was just, like, like having a hard time breathing. So you could tell. Like, yeah. At that, at that point, it was pretty uh, yeah. obvious. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm like, man, you all right, man? He's like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we went to the truck stop. We went to the Loves in Tacoma. And we're at the Loves. And, you know, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing him to the point where he can't drive. Yeah. I won't let him drive. Sure. Because it's it's not going to be good for him or anybody around us or myself. So I said, Ronnie, so what's going on? Maybe you need to go see the doctor. You need to go see the hospital. What? What's going on? He said, well, you know, let's get the load back down to California, Rialto, where she's from. Uh-huh. And I'll I go to the hospital then. I said, no, if we're going to drive to Rialto for you to go to the <laughs> hospital, you're going to go to the hospital right now. Yeah, right. Why the wait? Hospital is a hospital. Sure. Why wait? There's, yeah. it's, you know, I don't know if he's worried about the money or what. I said, look, man, don't worry about the money. These guys are not going to deny you any, you know, services. Yeah. They'll charge you later, but you want to get looked at now. So I was kind of pushing him sure. to agree to go to the hospital. So I remember telling him, I said, look, man, you got to go. I mean, if you want to go, he said, let me think about it. At this point, he was feeling dehydrated. He said, can I have one of your Gatorades? I said, yeah, sure. He drank the Gatorade, half of the Gatorade, and he was just sitting there and breathing heavily uh-huh. and just kind of his eyes were closed and looking weak and feeling weak and 
soft-spoken when he was talking. Uh-huh. And I remember I said, look, bro, I mean, I had a, I had the truck and trailer, so I couldn't really take it myself. So I said, do you want me to call Uber or, or I mean, do you want, do you want yeah. me to call an ambulance? He How, said, no, no, I don't want to make a scene. How do we I get said, you some help? Well, you yeah. tell me. Yeah. 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 So, so you tell me what you want to do, but we're not driving. You're not driving. Right. <laughs> so I was kind of putting them in the corner, kind of saying, okay, I have no choice but to go to the hospital because if not, Jigger's not going to let me drive, you know? <laughs> so, so he kind of agreed and I said, all right, let's call the ambulance. So I called the ambulance and he's talking to them. And, and then I spoke to them and I said, oh, this is where we're at, where the love struck stop, blah, blah, blah. Firefighter showed up first. And he's on the passenger seat. I'm in the driver. They show up. I get out my seat, go around. He's still in the passenger seat. They're talking to him, telling him, um, asking him questions. And I kind of told him what went on just a few days before that. Yeah. Which was he had that. He had a few aspirins, which I thought they moved the blood clot from his leg up to his heart or lungs or something to that nature. Right. So, you know, because that was the only thing different that he had done. Right. You know, he had asthma thing where he used to inhale every so often. Sure. But that, you know, that was nothing. I said, could it, because he had just got a prescription on that. And we was like, could that be the one? Was like, no, because he never felt that before. So right. I was like, well, the yeah. only thing differently there was the aspirin you know uh-huh. and um so i was telling the firefighters this and you know the medics that came and then the ambulance showed up and i remember when the ambulance showed up they helped him get down got his information you know when i helped him get down when he got down off the truck i'm standing right there i, I you know sure. in front of him and you know the, the medics are helping him and i remember him telling the medics Hold on, hold on. I got to pee. So, <laughs> so he, from the passenger side door, he walks back kind of like to the very front of the trailer, and he just does his thing. Right. Pees, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Feeling bad. <laughs> and then, yeah. He come, then he comes back, and now this is him doing everything now on his own. Okay. As soon as, as soon as he sat on the gurney, it all went south from there. Really? I remember as soon as he sat on it, I remember he sat on it, laid down, like, kind of like, like with a big sigh, like relieved, like, ah, oh, you know, like, yeah. And, and I, and I, I think nothing on it. So he's sitting there. And their medics are trying to get him to scoot up. He said, like, I can't, I can't, I can't put my, push myself up. He's like, come on, big guy, you can do it, you know? And I'm like, I was already like, wait a minute, hold up, bro. Yeah. He can't push himself up. Just push him in the, in the ambulance and go. You know what I mean? It is <laughs> right. what it is. Let's get him to the hospital. So, yeah. right. And I remember him, while he's getting pushed in, the last words, It's okay, man. You got this. It 
last words that he said were, he was saying, um, he was feeling lightheaded, you know. Uh-huh. He said, I'm feeling lightheaded, I'm feeling lightheaded. And, and you know, they pushed him in. They closed the doors. And I got back in my truck. I'm doing my thing, you know, paperwork. And I, about 15 minutes go by, 15, 20 minutes go by. Ambulance hadn't gone, hadn't left yet. Oh, okay. They're and, still there. And right. yeah, and I know, and I noticed like a big high, big hind show shows up in a pickup truck that says something chief on there. I can't remember what it said. Sure. Medic chief or something. I can't remember. You bet. I'm like, I get off my truck and I see a few guys running up in there, like rushing in there. I'm like, what the hell? So I get off and I said, what's going on? And he said, man, it looks like he went into cardiac arrest and stuff. And, you know, they're doing everything they can. And I said, well, why don't you take him to the hospital? He said, uh, well, everything that they're going to do at the hospital, they're, gonna, they're doing here already. doing it right there. You know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing it right there. And I remember at one point he had a thing on his leg, like a thing like a shot in his leg. And I said, what is that? Oh, that's where you can get IV in his bloodstream quicker. Right. You know, I said, okay. And I remember seeing him pumping his chest. <sighs> they ripped the shirt open. They're pumping his chest. And, and I said, what's going on? He said, man, um, you know, that's about 45 minutes now. Wow. They're wow. pumping. They were like taking turns pumping, trying to get him revived. And they even brought a little machine to put around his chest, put on his chest, I guess, to shock him. I don't sure. know. Right. And defibrillator. <clears throat> at yep, one exactly. point, yeah. at one point, I seen him stick this big metal tube down his throat. Uh huh. Trying to get to him. To to get him yep. Right. And, um, you know, this is about an hour now, and the guy that I seen pull up on the pickup truck, I said, what's going on, man? You know, why had they left yet? Um, you know, are you his friend? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my partner. That's my man. Yeah. You know, does, does he have any immediate family? You know, do you, I said, wait a minute, you know, what's going on? I need you to tell me what's going on. Well, you know, it ain't looking good, my friend. We just got a, a word from the doctor. I guess they called somebody to make sure that sure. everything they've done is in, in procedures with what they're supposed to be doing before they get to the hospital or, yeah. you know, because they, they worked on them for a good hour, a good hour. Boy. And, you know, they had to stop. They had to stop, they said, because nothing that they were doing yeah. was going to revive him, you know, and and I remember 
I remember telling him, I said, no, nah, no, nah, you got to be kidding me. He was just. Right. I was just talking to here. Yeah. Yeah. He just walked and sat on the garden. Like, really? Like, how could that be? You know, he was just good. We was just talking about everything, you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I remember, you know, one of the things that he wanted me to call ambulance because, you know, he was talking about um, getting that, you know, tubing down his throat. And I didn't know what he was talking about. Right. You know, and I was like, man. The hell look, are you bro. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, you may you, either you get that tube down your throat, you're gonna get a catheter, one of the two. So you choose, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> right. so yeah. I remember, I swear, I remember telling him. He said, "Oh, you know, okay, okay." But he kind of gave in with it, and then the the guy told me, he's like, you know, we've done everything we could. Um, you know, they're pronouncing them, you know, gone like. He's dead. I was like, what? I said, no, no, that can't be right, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe it, you know. I'm like, one minute, I mean, it seemed like one minute, but I'm, it was a good hour. One minute he was here, and then now you're telling me he's gone, and it's like, I couldn't believe it because. Right. You know? Yeah. Of no, everything we of went through and stuff. Of course. You know, man. and. um. No, nothing could pre- prepare you for that, Junior. I mean, of all the things you thought were going to happen that day, that was not one of them. <laughs> you couldn't have prepared you no. for that. Not at all. No, no. Oh. No, because, you know, and, and to this day, as you may see or, you know, hear, it's still hard. Sure, it's hard. Listen to you. I mean, I, I can't imagine, I mean, I first of all, you're very brave to tell the story, and I'm sorry to put you through this. I really am, I mean, but I tell you something, I, I think there's some lessons in all this, you know? I mean, let's talk about, let's talk about what we can learn, you know? And I, I mean, first of all, and let me just say this, I mean, I know you were really good to Rodney's family, and that they loved you, and you know, they knew you had taken very good care of them, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, all good yeah. stuff. I saw all the you know, riding back and forth and stuff and, um, you know, had some interaction with one of his family members and things like that. Cause I was Rodney and I had started to write back and forth a little bit, you know? So it's like, it was like, what? I can't believe what's going on here. You know? Um, yeah. I, so anyway, um, I, you know, and I reached out to you and it's like, you know, what's, what's you know, are you okay? I mean, you know, what the hell, you know, what's, <laughs> what's going on there? But, uh, you know, there's some stuff to there's some stuff to look at, which is super important for drivers. Doesn't matter how old you are, you know, whether you're 61 yes. or 31. I mean, you know, you can't ignore this shit on the road. Yeah, you can't ignore the little things. Um, and I think a lot of drivers do that, and and they end up in real trouble. And sometimes that real trouble happens, you know, far from home, and <laughs> you know, which compounds things and you know and makes it worse. But um, you know, clearly there was something going on with him for a while and he didn't want to face it, you know, because he didn't want to, you know, want to let himself down. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, I, you're right. You're right. He didn't, he didn't want to get off the road. He wanted, that's what he always dreamed of doing. And I think that he was afraid that if he went to the doctor, the doctor was going to tell him he had to get off the road. And yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Had I had I known this when we was at the house, would have I pushed him to go to the doctors? Oh hell yeah! You I'd be like, look, bro, you ain't driving. You right. know, right, right, right. Um, but you know, it was something that you know I could tell him do this, do that. But at the end of the day, Ronnie's got to do what Ronnie's got to do. You know what I mean? Sure. Um. Regardless of what I tell him, he, you know, like I tell people, you know, I, all I can do is tell him what to do. I can't force the man to do something he doesn't want to do. So, um, but it did, it did, I did when we was in Tacoma, I kind of pushed him, you know, cornered him into going to the hospital really. Yeah. Because he was in no condition to drive at all, period. And I seen that and, you know, like I said, I, I had never known about this, meaning, you know, his leg swollen up. I didn't know what that was about. Right. Um, or, or what it could have been. I mean, all I knew that, you know, the aspirin that he took, the aspirin he took made a big difference. It, it thinned out his blood and moved something from the leg. Yeah. Because that's what I think the leg looked like. It was having blood clots. So it, it looked bigger than normal. You know, it's like, right. And I remember telling him, you know, like I said, you know, he told me it happened in the in the bus. You know, I have to believe him because that's what he told me, and I believe him. Sure. But I do, like I told you, I have my doubts about that being true. Yeah, whether or not that was going on for you a know? while before that. But again, right. an, again, right. another, you know, another big lesson, which is, you know, we have this job where we sit for long periods of time, and it means you got to get up and get some movement and get some exercise and. You know, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you drive a long shift. You got to get out. Of, you got to get out of the truck. You got to move. You know, and if something's wrong, you got to recognize it. You know, that sort of stuff. If something changes, because sitting is not a good position for humans. You know, as science has found out, it's a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and and, yeah. and I and I giggled right now because I remember Ronnie used to tell me, "He's like, man, you walk fast." And <laughs> and I've always had that. I've always had that. And, he said, because I, I used to tell Ronnie, I said, come on, man. Let's I hate go. People follow, <laughs> I hate people following me, or I hate people looking at me like, you following me. Like, no, 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 come on. You got to walk side by side, man. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like, man, yeah. you walk fast. That's it. And I've had that since high school, man. Because back in high school, we'd only get five five minutes to go from one class to the other. And I used to go one class to the other real quick, you know what I mean? Used to shuffle. So that's why yeah. I get that. Yeah, that's where I get the fast fast walking from. <laughs> yeah, I got Well, and, and you're right, man. Everybody, everybody has to get themselves checked out. Never take it for granted. You know, as little as may seem, or as you know, get it checked out. Well, and so when in doubt, get it checked out. When in doubt, get it checked out. And so I'll tell you my story. I, uh, you know, um, so I drove. Uh, from Denver to Nebraska on a, on a short shuttle run, you know, uh, mm-hmm. drove back, you know, in that, in a day. Right. And, um, yeah. when I got back to the terminal, um, I was feeling, I had felt crappy all day. And by the time I got back to the terminal, something, I knew something was really not right. You know, I couldn't, I mean, I just, this is bad. And I actually thought about Rodney. <laughs> I did. And I was like, Crap, you know, man, I got to, you know, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to end up like that, right? First of all, and, yeah. you know, what yeah. the hell is going on with me? I mean, you know, I was running a fever, um, 
you know, it all, it all kind of happened in the day. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I ended up in the ER that evening and I was in full on kidney failure. And had I let that go, I wouldn't have made it. And, uh, Wow. They did they did emergency surgery on me. I had some stones that had blocked uh that had blocked my kidneys, you know, on both sides. And um you know, maybe they got jarred loose by the truck bouncing cuz I was driving this shitty old truck that day. <laughs> I don't know. Um but uh but anyway, the point being is that, you know, I actually I actually had all of that in my head and I was like, you know, I could ignore this and I could you know, whatever. Right. And I had to run, I had Mm -hmm. that same run the next day. I had to, I was making that same run the very next day. And I'm like, you know, so, you know, as soon as, as soon as I realized that something was, you know, in the hospital now. Right. And they're saying they're going to do surgery, they're going to do surgery on me. And, you know, so I'm calling my dispatcher saying, listen, I can't take that run tomorrow. You're going to find somebody else. And she's like, that's fine. Point being is there's always somebody else or always another way to get your load taken care of or get the run done. You know, and, yeah, and, yeah. She, and she was, she was gnarly with me, man. She's like, listen, the last thing in the world you need to worry about is, is, you know, trucking, you know, take, right. take, take care of yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of know what's happening yeah. here and, and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, the point is, is that we're driving an 80,000 pound bomb. There's enough that can go wrong as it is. You cannot do it when you feel something's really, you know, going to happen. And, uh, it's a big deal, you know? So unfortunately your story has a lesson in it and, uh, it sucks. And, you know, yeah, I, I think, you know, you loved Rodney like a brother and, and, you know, in a way we all did. And, uh, you know, everybody that was kind of watching his story and cheering him on and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, it's hugely brave of you to make that all public. I mean, you could have not said a word. You could, there's a lot of different ways you could have played it. But, uh, you know, it was almost like you, I think you well, felt like maybe you owed the story to your viewers or something. I don't know. What were you thinking? Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I was thinking because I knew he had a lot of followers, you know, and a lot of people followed his journey from day one right. up until he got his license and then so on, you know, the trip planning and, and yeah. the TNT phase of the training. You know, a lot of people were following him because they knew that he was an older guy. He was a motivation to people yeah. thinking, oh, man, that, that man's doing it. I could do it, you know, type thing, you know. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't continue doing my videos. I wasn't going to continue doing my videos unless I put a closure to this chapter because yeah, yeah. I, just, I just wasn't going to be able to because people were going to question, where's Ronnie, you know. What the hell, and, yeah. 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 I didn't want to have to, you know, explain to each individual one, each every one, what happened. Let me just say what happened, so everybody knows what happened. Yeah, man. And you know, because like I said, he had a lot of people following him. You know, and it was something I've had. My good share students. I had about thirteen, fourteen students now, and him. And a few others have only him and a few probably a handful of students have only been the ones that we've actually clicked and and got along. And I, I'm sure. not saying I don't get along with any of my students. It's just we kind of kept communication. But you have that special thing, to, and yeah, you can't have that with yeah. everybody, right? You can't have that right, with everybody, right? Yeah. And 
and and and Rodney, man, he was unique. He was like instantly, instantly. You know, it was like <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things where I was like, you know, like I said, man, to this day, I cannot get over it. I ask myself, is this normal? How long can somebody go until they're fully over somebody no, so man. close to them? Yes. You know, because I cannot watch any of the videos. Right. Now you don't without choking or tearing up. Junior, you don't get over it. You just it just becomes less of an impact. You know, it's like uh a good friend said to me once about you know, about the death of my mom, you know, he said, there, there's no way through the pain, but through the pain, there's no way around it. You know, you, you deal with it. And then eventually the pain comes, becomes more familiar. You know, it becomes something that, you know, won't hurt you. And, uh, but yeah, man, those feelings are going to be there for a while. <laughs> you know, if, if not forever, <laughs> it's just that you learn how to deal with it. You know? So, well, yeah. And it, and this is my first time that it's ever happened with somebody so close, not even a family. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it is just different. You know, Ronnie was different. He was, he was different, you know. Yeah. Well, so. you know, I, I don't want to, <laughs> as you start to get older, my man, it starts to happen. <laughs> you know, people around people around you and stuff, uh, it's, you know, it can be tough. All right, let's get past this, okay? I mean, you know, God bless Rodney and his family and, and you, you know, for being such a good caretaker. I mean, you know, I think we would all want a friend with us on our last day, whatever that day is going to look like. And he certainly had that in you, man. Mm-hmm. So, so let's, let's, uh, let's end on a better note. Okay. So <laughs> you told, you told this story on Zello and I kind of still can't believe it. I mean, you almost flunked a Spanish class. Junior, what the hell? Oh, baby. <laughs> Come on, dude. Is that was that a Let real story? Was you. that a real story? Or was that some bullshit trucker story that you know? I mean, really? no, 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 no. Man, let me tell you, my friend and I we're in tenth grade and we're going to junior. Uh, we're eleventh grade and uh-huh. we need two years of other language okay. to graduate. Right. So him being from Nicaragua. And myself being from Honduras, man, I said, man, ooh, let's do this, bro. Let's but, jump in Spanish wh- three. We we gonna get these guys. We gonna be, man. We gonna get every. We're gonna chase it. Ooh, flying colors. Right. Okay. Wilbur, let me tell you, man. We got into class. Maybe the first few days I sat in the front. After that, I was looking to sit in the back, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. I didn't. I did not know Spanish was so complicated. <laughs> you know, the the one thing that got me and killed me every time was the little accent point, the little right. slash that you right. put on the words. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I and I, I still don't know. And they talk about uh past and perfect preterite. I think what the hell? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they talking about. Like, right. bro, I was like clueless. <laughs> and the teacher, every, every time the teacher would call on us, I was just pretending, you know, like you, you get that feeling she's going to call you, you just pre- like you try not to make eye contact or look that way. And uh-huh. man, I used to be like that every day. And I used to dread going to that class because <laughs> everybody expects, 
<laughs> everybody expected us to do right. excellent. Right. The Hispanic guys must know. <laughs> Right. I'm, dude, bro, I'm sorry to bro. laugh at you. I just, I just, I bro. think that's one of the funniest damn things I've ever heard. You know, because um, it I, is funny, <laughs> and it's something I, I, I was like, and I remember telling my friend, I said, "What the fuck did we get into, bro? Did you know it's gonna be like this?" Like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> I mean, I said, were, man, were you born in the Honduras? Were you born in the states? I was born in Honduras, but came here when I was like really little, man. When you were little, and so, so yeah, so you, yeah. But, but your family was speaking Spanish and and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, it's not like well, you never heard it before, right? <laughs> well, speak. Well, speaking it and writing it is two different two things. Two different things, man. absolutely two different. Right, things. Yeah. like wow, like I felt like I was learning another language there for a second. I mean, I knew how to write the words down for it, <laughs> man. I didn't know how to like. Do a little accent slash, like, like you know, mama, papa, like that. You know, they've got a little slash. I didn't know that, man. I was like, whatever, you know. Sh- sh- you know, man, the teacher used to point me out on that. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. She's like, yeah, Yo, you know, this or that. I'm like, man. <laughs> so, needless to say, we pass. I passed with a D for the year. <laughs> I just love it. It's like the best for, story ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For the year. And and I remember, you know, once I, we got to Spanish 3, they put it in 4. And I'm like, oh, man, for real, 4? And, and I remember telling my friend, I said, we got no choice, bro. We got to go to 4. <laughs> and I remember telling myself, I said, I got to put more effort into this, into wanting to learn because I took it for granted. Like, right. Spanish 3, I should have went to Spanish 1. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, man. That's good, Junior. <laughs> well, in, in Spanish 4, I got a B for the year, so I, I did better. Well, there, way you did better. better. That's you know? good. That's good. So, good for you. But that so, was probably but, more conversational Spanish, right? I mean, it was more, you know. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. Well, and, I, and the thing, though, that... The thing to learn to, to remember is that every country speaks a different dialect. Right. And the Spanish that they teach in school is a Spaniard right. Spanish. It's more of a European Spanish, exactly. Yeah, it's yes. not it's not yes. Latin American Spanish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, you know, you know, you know I've told you this. I mean, I've worked all over the world and one of my goals <laughs> always was to uh be able to read the headline, you know, on a newspaper. And to be able to order my own food. You know, I figured if I could do those two things, you know, I'd probably be okay. Um, so, oh, yeah. So people tease me, you know, because like, well, Wilbur, how many languages do you speak? And I go, I don't know, you know. I mean, I speak, maybe I speak seven, but not really. Because <laughs> all I can do is order <laughs> is order food and cuss a little bit. You know, that's kind, of, that's kind of it. And so, you know, every once in a while, you and I will go back and forth with some Spanish. And I'm lost immediately because, you know, I'm just like, it doesn't have anything to do with food or cussing. I don't know. You know, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but I mean, you pick that stuff and if you don't use it every day, just, you know, for me, if I don't, if I'm not using it, it goes away. You know, I'm just too old. Yeah. Too yeah. Old. <laughs> well, you do pretty good. You do pretty good in your Spanish, man. You surprised me a few times. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Cause, yeah, but, well, cause... Google works good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fast. No, uh, I, t- I tried. I was like, no. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to have some fun with this and just see, you know. And part of it is like, you know, have I still got it? But 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. So um, it definitely surprised me a few times when he wrote me. I'm like, hey, well, there's no Spanish. Yeah. And I remember man. asking him, I replied in Spanish because, you know, I prefer to speak, prefer to speak Spanish. If, if you speak Spanish, I'll talk to you in Spanish. Right. You know, but <laughs> that's, that's why I responded in Spanish real quick. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like I have some friends in Thailand who refuse to let me speak English around them. You know, I have to speak Thai. Oh, okay. They just like you no, you're gonna sit here and drink with us, you have to speak Thai or you can't speak. So uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm learning, you know. So that's kind of the way it works. But all right, so let's talk about I mean yeah. St- Steven, your current student who's on the truck with you now. Um, you know, the videos have been good. Steven did the trifecta thing as well. I mean you know, yes. passed his test really well, and you guys are out for the TNT phase of of Prime's training, and he seems like a really good guy, you know? And he's he kind of yes. likes the whole junior program. He doesn't mind being on video and stuff and live feeds and whatnot. Good guy. No, right. no, he he's he's very shy. You know, he's okay with it, but he's very shy. I don't know if you noticed on some of the I videos. I see that, yeah. He, he, he turns into, like, a cherry, cherry tomato, like, real quick, like, you know, and at times I try to get him to interact with the crowd because, you know, what I do is bring the crowd to see the student. So I try to get him to interact with them, you know, because they're asking questions here and there. So, and it's always good. And, and a lot of people starting to like that more and more, me doing live streams on YouTube. Sure. And, you know, you know, I try to do it. So I'm trying to do it. How about that? Well, I'm I- trying to do it a little bit more. I, I think I think doesn't it help these guys to know that hey, there's a whole ton of people rooting for them. I mean, you know, yeah. like like hey, man, we're behind you. You know, it's I I know I remember. You know, it's like ah, it's Stephen's test day. I better check in and see how he did. You know, it's um and the you know the day before, hey, you got this, bro. You know, everybody commenting and stuff, and that's got to be a pretty good yeah. feeling for these guys, right? And it is, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say. To be honest, I don't think Steven realizes it, how much support he gets from people. Yeah. Like, he doesn't realize it. You know, he's sure. he's 21. He's young. He's young... Um, don't get me wrong. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that he won't know, but I'm saying it's just, you know, com- like Rodney, he knew he had a crowd behind him. Right. And, right. you know, one of the things Rodney used to say is, what I want to do, I want, where I want the outcome of all of these videos is, somebody to to realize that they can do it themselves. Yeah. Man. They can do it. They can come out here, you know, change somebody's lives. You know, um I think I was one of those people. Rodney I was one of those people, <laughs> really. I mean Rodney was some good motivation for me. It's like, you know, an old fat dude can freaking do this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you put your mind to it and you, and you learn and there are no shortcuts and you know, Junior says there's no shortcuts, there's no shortcuts. Grab the Atlas, learn how to yeah. trip plan, you know? I mean yeah, it's, it's that's. I think it's it's very common sense, you know. So I and, love that. And and Stephen, right now, you know, like the the most recent video we put out, which which was him not being compatible with the signs, meaning he's having trouble paying attention to the signs. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of got him to to go back and look at the comments to see what people were telling him because they're like, "Hey, Stephen, you need to pay attention. Hey, Stephen, you need to take care of your license." Hey, Steven, listen to Junior. You know, he's not going to steer you wrong. Right. And I told him that. I said, look, man, I'm not going to steer you wrong. I'm, I'm, the reason I'm getting on your butt about this is because you are a CDO holder. Yeah. You mess this up, you are done. Right. And I'm telling you, you are done. It's a big responsibility. You know, and yeah. 
Yes, yes. Sure. And, you know, once you get a ticket, you can't, you, you're limited to the companies you go, and with the, within those companies you're limited to, you're getting chump change. Yeah. 35 right. cents, 32 cents a mile, when you could be getting 46 cents here prime. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So, and, and then, yeah, so, yeah. Big difference, exactly. Yeah, and and it's like, and I I tell myself sometimes it's like, hey, dude, you, you better pay attention right now because you're gonna end up on one of Ike Stevens' videos. You're gonna be like the bonehead trucker video, you know. So, you know, don't you know, don't be, don't be that guy that crosses that bridge that you shouldn't be on. You know, what are you doing? That that are on twisted twisted trucker. Twisted trucker, yeah, yeah. All these places is like, please God, don't let don't let me be standing next to the truck, you know, by the river, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah man yeah all right dude well listen i i could talk to you all day and um uh, junior i just want to tell you you've been a huge influence in in my career in my life and i think lots of people i hope you get the gravity of that i mean really the trainer's trainer you know and i think that's pretty yeah that's pretty that's pretty impressive dude really is so yeah man i appreciate that and and that's the reason why you know i do the videos you know i put out informational uh videos informative videos like i said helping people see what it's like before they get into this industry is this for you is this something right you can deal with is this is this something that you're going to be able to handle you know because um i tell my students don't get on my truck and waste my time right if you're going to get on my truck be with it yeah because yeah. i'm with it yeah exactly i'm going to give you a one one hundred and ten percent I need your hundred percent. But I'm not you know, asking you to two. do anything I don't give, right? I mean you're right. You're I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you to do something. I'm not gonna ask you to do something I won't do. Yeah. So I'm not gonna ask you something I'm not gonna ask you to do something that's gonna jeopardize your job, license, right or life. You know what I mean? So meaning I'm not gonna ask you to make a U turn or, you know, get a ticket or something. No, no. Right. Never. Right. Yeah, you know, we're not going to run down the road overweight. Yeah, all those sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. And a lot of these guys, man, they don't care, bro. They don't care. And when I say guys, a lot of these trainers, they sure. suck. And, <laughs> uh, you know, this is for for every company. Every company. Yeah. Every company out there has their good and bad apples. Right. I'm not lying. I know. You know, so. I got and, it. <laughs> yes, sir. So. No, the stories are rampant. And it's a shame. It really is. Yeah, man. So, well, listen, yeah. man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your, your time talking to me. <laughs> I thank you for telling me the hard stories and the good stories. And, um, yeah, I hope to see you on the road <laughs> and I hope that people get to know you and, um, you know, can go watch your YouTube channel, junior Honduras. It's easy to find. And, uh, yes. you know, dude, don't, uh, don't stop. Okay. The industry needs you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm still here. My my goal was to be out here two years and five and a half years later. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm I'm still here, man. Yeah, that's well, that's so, a common and, story. And, sure. You know, to anybody listening and and coming into this industry, or even if you're here already into this industry, set some goals. Anybody, right? right. Set goals. If you don't set goals, you're going to drown in this game. Set Meaning goals. Set some financial you're have, goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're going to have 20 years under your belt. You're not going to have anything to show. You're going to be like, what the hell did I do? 
in 20 years. No, you have to set up goals. Sure. So, sure. you know, it's very important to, to do that. So, man, I really appreciate you inviting me to do this with you. Uh, it's a pleasure. You know, I hope that one day we can meet in person. Yeah. And hopefully it's soon. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be going back to Cali a lot, you know, going west. Sure. So, um, yeah, man, it would be an honor to meet you, man. <laughs> we'll have our time, Junior. I have no doubt about that. We'll make that happen. Promise. So. Yeah. Yeah, and again, thank you for having me on here, man. It's, like I said, it's. Sure, brother. It's good. <laughs> oh, well, there it is, man. Junior Honduras on the side roads with Dave Wilbur. Pretty cool stuff. Junior, thanks again. And, uh, you know, we'll talk yep. to you soon. I bet people will demand that I have you back. So, <laughs> all right. I'll be, okay. I'll be right back with some more insanity. You're on the side roads with Dave Wilbur. Want to be a guest on the side roads? Really? You better bring your A game. Send an email to sideroadsdave at gmail.com and prepare to buy the coffee. Thanks for listening to the side roads with Dave Wilbur podcast. For more information, check out our Facebook page. Just search Side Roads with Dave Wilbur. Hammer down, driver. Driving down this dark stretch of highway for as long as I can recall. But it don't bother me, it don't approve of my way. Ain't gonna change me at all. Whiskey rain, whiskey rain. 
Well, that's it for this episode, episode number two of the Sidewalk Podcast with Dave Wilbur. And man, I'm so thankful that uh, Junior Honduras could join me. God, what a great guy, huh? This is one of those people you want to meet on the road. My next episode is going to be just as epic. I, uh, oh man, I, I want to let the cat out of the bag. I just, I just don't. I will. Uh, you know, let's just say that I have one of those conversations that everybody wants to have in our business. How about that? All right. Thanks for listening to the side roads. Thanks for being here. I, I, I mean it. It's just like, you know, I'm not doing this for the views or the listens. I'm doing it for the fun of it. All right. So uh, hammer down and be safe. I'm Dave Wilbur. You're on the side roads.